Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Rodrigo Loreru. Rodrigo, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, for inviting me to the show. Yeah, it's great to speak with you. And, and certainly, we're going to be touching upon a topic that is at the center of a lot of people's thinking. Rodrigo is the managing partner of Cyberverse Advisors. Uh, Cyberverse Advisors is focused on delivering advisory services, innovative and disruptive cyber digital transformation advisory services. So we're going to be talking a lot about basically um, in how to keep your, your information safe, how to make sure it's uh, not only safe, but applying some of the leading technologies like machine learning in that process as well. But before we get there, uh, Rodrigo, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Thank you. Of course. Uh, you know, uh, I'm actually of uh, Portuguese origins, uh, you know, like uh, Bant had a little bit difficulty pronouncing my name, but he did a great job. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I tried, Rodrigo. <laughs> it was a great effort. So I, I'm actually Portuguese and uh, I, I, I came to the U.S. about uh, about 20 years ago. You know, incidentally, I, um, I was already working for an American company way back when I, when I was uh, working in Portugal and in Europe. Uh, you know, I started working for a, a large public uh, consulting company uh, back in Portugal. They took me all the way through Europe. And then after uh, uh, five or six years of uh, working across multiple European countries, you know, they, they asked me if I wanted to, to come and uh, live and work in, in the U.S. So I actually, I, I, I came with a bubble, with a big telecom bubble. Uh, of the late 90s, I came, I came to the US when, when a time where the industry was looking for every possible uh, telecom expert they could lay their hands on. And back then, you know, the big thing was, uh, was about the wireless. And uh, back, back, back in the day, I was an expert in billing systems for wireless companies. So they, they brought me over and uh, I settled down here in uh, outside of Washington, D.C. in beautiful mm -hmm. Northern Virginia, as you can see, uh, from my, from my background, I, I love the outdoors. I love nature, and I built myself a, a log cabin here in nice. Northern Virginia. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I spent about twenty years in the in the company working with telecom. But you know, that was short lived. As uh, as you can remember, then it went, it went all boom in the in in <laughs> the early uh, in the early two thousands. But, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to, to focus in, in, in different areas, spent a couple of years doing a little bit of uh, uh, research and development, focusing in large, large IT systems. Uh, you know, I remember that uh, I was working for, for, uh, uh, for a client of the company, Boeing, where uh, suddenly their systems wouldn't, wouldn't scale up because they were uh, invoicing parts for a, a, a project that they were doing to invoice work for the, the space shuttle. And some of mm -hmm. those invoices uh, had uh, uh, tens of thousands of lines on, on one invoice. And uh, when, the, when they wanted to send the invoice, then 
then the system wouldn't perform. So my focus back then was uh, was really large scale systems and high performance systems. Um, so that's that's what I did for a while, and then I started focusing in in uh, in in large financial transactions. I think. Uh, uh, everybody is very painful aware when they go to websites. It's like, why is it taking so long? So uh, back then, I start, I, I, I switched over to the to the financial side, always taking my expertise in in large enterprise systems and uh, performance tuning, accelerating, making those systems fly. And uh, this took me, uh, you know, you know, in the around two thousand and five or, or or six, and that's when really. Uh, the, the digital transformation started really occurring, the move to the web, the mm -hmm. software as a service. And, uh, you know, that's when I really started uh, shifting, shifting focuses a little bit from being a, techno a pure technology focused. Uh, and although I never stopped being a technology focused executive, and then I started really uh, talking about cyber because when you start uh, offering uh, software as a service, cybersecurity is is of of the utmost importance and obviously uh in the financial sector uh is is even more important so i spent the, the next few years you know working at the at the company uh focusing on delivering uh software as a service for the largest uh, um uh, financial organizations in the world you know uh, uh, some of some of our clients were jp morgan chase and bank of america you know, ANZ in, in Australia, Barclays mm -hmm. in Europe, uh, HSBC, uh, some of the large Canadian banks as well. Uh, so I spent a lot, quite a number of years doing that and really build my chops in terms of cybersecurity in the financial sector. And, and now it seems like you have applied that and shifted it to create this new advisory service. It's a relatively new company, Cyberverse Advisors, very much squarely still in that transformation space. But tell me a little bit about the type of work that you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, when uh, I, I had the, the great opportunity to, uh, to join uh, a company uh, that was a lawyer education, uh, that was a network of universities uh, that delivered uh, high education services uh, across the world. And I had the great opportunity to join them pre-IPO. Uh, the company was, uh, was, was preparing to, to go public and they needed somebody who could come in and build an information security program for, from, for them. I worked for the company for about six, seven years and uh, uh, I went through the full cycle of the, of the company, joined them as a private company, we went public, uh, and then after uh, after five years of working at the company, I really started uh, wondering to myself, this work that I did for Laureate, you know, coaching them, advising them, working, building an information security program, advising how to build uh, the, the more, more the people need it, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody needs it. And yeah. I had the, the opportunity because I spent 20 years as a consultant, then I came to Laureate, I did it right. So I think that uh, I have both the knowledge uh, to consult and advise, and I can I, I have actually did it. You know, a lot yeah. of the the criticism that are levied against consultants is that you know how to give advice, you never did it. Well, I can give you the advice because I actually did it. So that's where uh, Cyberverse Advisors came from, really 
to, to help companies build their, uh, their cybersecurity posture and uh, you know, continue the, the, the essential digital transformation with a very uh, a big focus on, on cybersecurity. And where are you finding the market right now? I mean, is it, what are the specific types of cybersecurity issues that these companies are facing? Where are they in the majority of them in their journey? Well, uh, the, the, the majority of the companies, in, in, in my, my opinion, they, they have spent a lot of money. They have put in a lot of effort building a, 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 a cybersecurity uh, program but it just so happens that uh, the technology is a, is a very fast moving market. Uh, mm-hmm. Technology grows by leaps and bounds every few years. So uh, you cannot sit still. I always say that uh, in cybersecurity, sitting still is going backwards. Right. And uh, there needs to be a continuous uh, investment. And one of the, the biggest uh, dangers and threats that exist uh, right now in the marketplace is the continuous focus on the digital transformation. And obviously we had an event, which was the pandemic mm. that, uh, that uh, uh, unleashed a, a, a huge transformation in the workplace, which was right. the work from home. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes I, I, I use the word work from home, but really it's really work from anywhere, uh, you know, from the middle of the woods, like I do. Uh, but uh, that changes the way that companies can manage uh, their, uh, their computer systems and their, uh, their cybersecurity assets. And uh, not to go too, too much into technical terms, but it essentially uh, uh, completely increases, explodes what's defined as the, the, cyber, the cyber attack surface of, of a company. The cyber attack service of the company is essentially how many ways does a, a, a bad actor have to uh, penetrate and hack into your company? So what happens right now uh, is that uh, companies don't even know how many ways a bad actor has to, to, to infiltrate and hack into their company. So the biggest trend right now that started uh, you know, a year ago is what's called uh, the cyber attack service management. Um, great acronym, CASM. Um, but that's really the area where companies need to manage all of their environment and all the cyber, secu- the cyber assets that they have. Because companies, you know, back in the day, companies had all of their systems in a data center. Uh, right. Every company had a data center then we started migrating towards the cloud. And now some companies have, I have a private cloud, I have a public cloud, I have a hybrid cloud, and nobody can agree which one of the clouds is the best. So everybody uses multiple clouds. So companies lose track of where their assets are. And that is the single biggest uh, threat right now uh, for uh, small and large organizations is to manage their cyber, uh, cyber asset attack surface and really understand their security posture across all of these assets. And that is really my big focus is really uh, conveying this message to, to all the uh, old, old companies because the tools that they used just five years ago are inadequate for the threats of today. 
That's really interesting. And, and I, I, I think you're highlighting a, a challenge that I haven't really given it full a thought to, which is this idea that now we have these hybrid businesses, you have individuals that are basically working everywhere, right? And uh, how do you make sure that that surface that you highlighted doesn't get unwieldy, right? So how do you offer flexibility and freedom whilst also protection? So what a tremendously kind of intellectually stimulating challenge you have, Rodrigo. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the, the reason I'm so passionate about it, because those types of intellectual challenge were really the intellectual challenges that uh, always drove me in my professional career way back in the day, building these huge systems for telecom companies, you know, accelerating and maybe these systems for financial institutions very fast taking a large network of uh, 65 universities across 25 countries, taking them public. And now there's a, this, this new uh, huge challenge in the marketplace where I, I believe that uh, I can uh, provide some insights uh, because you know, the experience that I had over the last seven years, uh, you know, managing a network where we had 65 universities in 27 different countries in four continents uh, across 200 plus campuses. Uh, that's really the challenge that, uh, that I'm talking about. And uh, multiple companies uh, have this exact same challenge and uh, there are ways to manage this, this challenge and this, this really trend in the marketplace of developing uh, uh, products and uh, thinking about how do you manage all of this, uh, it really opens up a complete new niche in the market uh, for software solutions that uh, that really come to the marketplace. So Rodrigo, I mean, when you look out in the market that we find ourselves here in, <clears throat> in 2022, is this the big problem that companies are coming to you with saying, wow, you know, we need to figure out how we're going to manage the increase of the risk variabilities that we have here? And how do we, how do we minimize and manage that? What, is, what does 2022 look like for you? I, 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 lo I love that question. Um, you know, I love that question for, for a couple of reasons. First, I wish it, that was true. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I do feel very passionate about this, this specific question, but for a lot of companies out there, uh, this is still the problem that they are not aware that they have. Mm. Uh, uh, I would say that there is still a, a significant portion of, of the market where companies still need to build their basic security hygiene. Mm. Um, but, um, but more advanced companies, uh, this is really the, the big one is... Uh, the companies that have spent millions of dollars in all sorts of uh, uh, cybersecurity tools, and they are—they have all of this technology, and they—they they have so much noise coming out of these uh, technologies that they don't even know if they have full coverage and full visibility. So, so absolutely, for me, you know, uh, if I for a moment <laughs> ignore the fact that there are still a significant number of companies that need basic security hygiene. Yeah. So having a security awareness training, patching their servers and so on and so forth, having good passwords. Uh, if I ignore those companies for a moment, those that uh, 
feel good about themselves, they still have a problem that they, they are not aware of. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm very proud to, with the Cyberverse Advisors, uh, to be working uh, with a company that has a novel, uh, a novel software product that uh, really takes, uh, takes this problem head on and combines uh, the, the ability for us to manage the cybersecurity asset with the other section, which is the identities. Uh, there, is, there is an identity problem right now uh, in, in most of our companies uh, to yeah. really identify who are the users uh, that they have in, the, in, in their environment. And the, the cyber asset attack surface gets progressively worse as you have identities and users that the company is not even aware of. So the big focus right now, from my perspective, is to really identify a, a, a combined approach to manage your cyber attack service, surface with the identities of uh, the users that you have in the system. Because 99% of the attacks are successful because the hackers are able to capture an identity, which is a user ID and a password, and then yeah. log in into, uh, into an asset, which is an IT system. You know, we see all of these movies where uh, uh, the hackers are very creative, very technical, and they hack into the system. But reality is that nine times out of 10, they, they actually hack into an identity, and then mm. they use the identity that they stole to actually hack. Uh, as far as I can see system. in every movie, they uh, generally need only about 20 seconds to get into any, <laughs> any system in the world. Uh, and you need to play that kind of heart pumping music in the background where <laughs> where they're where they're cracking it yeah and and while that that's not untrue that's not how most attacks happen right. uh, it, it's interesting because that is true for the companies that don't practice basic security hygiene so the companies that are really uh, don't have the basic security hygiene that yeah they can hack in in, in 30 seconds in, in a minute but yeah. for the majority of the company, they have done, you know, as of today, 2022, they went past the basic security hygiene, but they need to be better at managing their, their, their uh, cyber asset surface, as well as managing their identities. It's that, been that amazing right talking to you about this, Rodrigo. I, I can see the spectrum of work that Cyberverse Advisors has to tackle from that kind of basic hygiene, education, training, that foundational level to this next level, which is essentially managing this new complexity, the, the, the broader, I'd say maybe the cyber surface of a company and how you actually protect it wherever someone is to probably the next, next third, fourth and fifth levels of security that all these companies face. So there's almost a never ending set of challenges that you're going to have to face. If, if someone wanted to reach you and learn more about what you guys are working on at Cyberverse Advisors, where, where should they find you? Well, you can uh, uh, find me on, on LinkedIn. You can find me uh, by Rodrigo Lojero or Cyberverse Advisors. You can find me also on the web, rodrigolojero.com or cyberverseadvisors.com. Uh, Google is always your friend in terms of uh, finding me. 
and uh, I, I, I've, I've uh, done a lot of, a lot of work to make sure that uh, I'm easily findable either on LinkedIn or, or through Google. Well, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Rodrigo Loreiro. He is the managing partner of Cyberverse Advisors. They deliver advisory services for innovative and disruptive cyber digital transformation. Uh, as far as I can see, if you are a company that is just trying to get your hands on a basic strategy all the way through to some of the gnarliest challenges that you could be facing in the cyberspace, uh, a chat with Rodrigo and his folks is probably be worthwhile. Thank you so much for being on the show today, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you, Brent. Cheers. Cheers.